Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Matthew Schmidt, professor, political science at the University of New Haven, joining us here on Brian and Company. I want to get get right to it. You know, uh, Professor, one of my favorite books I've read in the last year was actually City of Thieves. And it's about sort of a novel about revolves around World War One in Russia, I believe. And it's just a lot of the book surrounds winter in conflict and I, I have a sense that we are approaching a, a potential like I don't know sort of a civic catastrophe in Ukraine if if what I read is is going to happen all through the winter yeah the thing to understand is that Putin is using the population uh, as a weapon he's destroying housing and when he forces people out on the streets, he is putting them in the cold. He is targeting uh, heat plants. And in this part of the world, you have uh, things that are like giant boiler plants uh, that heat neighborhoods, as opposed to having individual boilers in, in buildings. So if you, if you take one of these out with a missile, you are taking out the heat um, for a large portion of the population. And he's trying to put the hurt on them in the winter in order to ratchet up the pressure, uh, both on Zelensky to try to take care of his people now versus take care of his people in the future by, you know, keeping the fight up and winning a free Ukraine. And Putin is trying to put the pressure on the West by creating such an enormous humanitarian crisis that they begin to pressure Zelensky to negotiate uh, in a position that's uh, weak. And what do you think of the strategy? I mean, is it something that can be effective? Because I can't imagine, you know, whole populations going through stretches in the middle of winter with zero power. Yeah. So, you know, the West is trying to trying to do that, trying to get in uh, stopgap measures. But, you know, it's, it's only going to be marginally effective because the size of the problem is so high. You have seven million internally displaced uh, persons inside Ukraine. You have at least that many outside Ukraine. You're now, you're now looking at you know, over a quarter of the population of the country. So it's just an enormous problem. And you know, it does have a chance of working, right? Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, we, we'll know more in December and January, depending on the weather, than we will now. But you know, it can be an effective strategy. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can't, it's unimaginable, especially to us here in Connecticut and Americans in general, we're talking with Professor Matthew Schmidt from the University of New Haven. You know, there are so many questions. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been able to, t- to catch up with you. All these missiles that are parading into Ukraine, are, are these existing stockpiles? Are they buying them from somewhere else? Are they, do they actually have a war machine now where they can make them? Because I don't know where they're getting access to all, all of this. I don't know exactly, but my sense is that these are existing uh, stockpiles. And when we've, we've looked at some of the, the types of the missiles that we've you know, we found in the aftermath and looked at them forensically. Um, this, is, this is the question, right? I don't know, but perhaps the Defense Intelligence Agency knows 
you know, what the rough size of their, of their stockpile is and how fast they're drawing it down. What we've heard uh, from open sources is that they, they are at risk of drawing down the stockpile. And so when, when you're launching these attacks of 100, uh, you know, sophisticated missiles, uh, it's, a, it's a big gamble, right? And it's, it's a big decision uh, to, to sort of win now at the risk of not having things, uh, you know, for later battles. Yeah. And, we, and we do know that, right, that they're, they're buying missiles from Iran and other places. So that's also an indication uh, that they might be running low. Yeah, I mean that's this sort of attrition setup is so, you know, troubling to watch on both sides. But it brings me to the one thing I really wanted to ask you because you know my consp- my movie watching conspiratorial soul, <laughs> you know, listens to the both sides of the story of the missile in Poland, and yeah. I feel like I'm not. I really don't know the truth, but I I feel like it smells a lot like a cover up, so that so that NATO doesn't have to have their bluff called. You know, that's, that's what I thought at the start. I said, uh, at least you have to take Zelensky's objection seriously uh, and allow the Ukrainians into the investigation. So, uh, you know, that's, that's where I'll leave it, right? It, I, I think that, you know, NATO had plausible deniability in any case. Uh, but it, it is strange that they, they, they kept Ukraine out of the investigation for a while. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like there's so much more I, I mean, I go into like movies like Spy Game where the CNN story changes every five minutes with a leak. But, you know, it's just that's me. I don't know. And obviously we don't know. Matthew Schmidt, professor of political science at the University of New Haven, joining us here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Sort of a two-parter here. and We might be out of time at the end of it. But in terms of support from the West, like, is it waning is, is part one. Number two, what, what does the West need to do, in your opinion, that it's not doing? I don't think it's waning yet. I think we're seeing flutterings that it might, um, and, we, and we just have to watch. I think in the States, uh, you know, the, the elections uh, pose the question of whether or not, uh, a, you know, a Republican majority in the House right. are willing to continue to appropriate funds, although they have limited capacity to stop what's already been appropriated. Um, so I think that's where we're at, right? It's just, just too soon to tell, but I'm starting to get nervous. Uh, and the second question is, I think, quite simply, we need to give Ukraine what they're asking for. What are they asking they for? Long, they, they need long-range weapons. They need more counter-battery uh, radar to be able to effectively counter uh, Russian artillery, right? Um, and, you know, they need, they need long-range missiles. They, they're still asking for, for jets, things like that. So I think, you know, we're not in yet. We haven't committed to supporting Ukraine's victory on the ground. Right. We've, we've we've committed to not having them lose. Well, that's what that's what, ground, but not to win. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, and and uh, you know, we're not going to put soldiers on the ground, but uh, you know, I don't know if there's still any any talk of letting them in NATO because you can't do that because then NATO would directly then have to go into the conflict, right? Right, they're not going to do that now in the midst of the war. That's something that is aspirational afterwards. Okay, and right, and their, their application is in, and NATO has signaled uh, all positive things for it, but it's not going to happen while the shooting's going on. So do you anticipate uh, this, and we only have about 30 seconds, but, you know, I, I just did a bunch of revolutionary listening and reading, and, you know, the British like to pause during winter because it's just too cold, right? And, I, do you, yeah. do you, I mean, the intensity, it sounds like from what you're saying, will remain throughout the entire winter. I think that the question is morale and on both sides. Uh, I don't think it's a question of whether or not you can, you can operate machinery in the winter. That's, that's not really a thing anymore. So 
I think it's really about exhaustion uh, and, and whether or not you have combat effectiveness left in a, in a large enough portion of your troops to, to engage in offensive ops on both sides. Yeah. Well, we'll be grateful for what we have, uh, Professor. we always, always grateful for your time. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.